what is up conscious monkeys i hope everyone is doing wonderful today we have a little bit of an off topic not off topic but out of the blue podcast that i felt called to create and as you can tell by the title it revolves around the recent decision with overturning roe v wade and abortion and so it is my objective in this podcast this transmission to help expand your mind a little bit in these times of unrest. Now, again, I'm going to try to tell you whenever I get into my personal opinion, but honestly, I don't know that I'll be putting any of my opinion into this. I, again, just kind of want to be able to give a higher level overview of what I see occurring and hopefully expand your mind with the vision of this entire fallout. So the first thing I think we should start out is division in itself you know stuff that we have talked about on this podcast before is the idea that of the law of one which is kind of the idea that we're all one we're all of one single entity consciousness and what i personally feel so strongly in is that the powers that be whether it's media organizations or political leaders they derive their power from division. So if, you be, if we become divided on an issue like this, on any political issue, but I'm going to use this one in particular, it mitigates our own power as a collective, as a collective consciousness, as a collective people, all of it. So be very careful around certain rhetoric, I would say, that invokes division. And to even expand on this, keep this in mind whenever you might be confronted with someone spewing rhetoric which you disagree with. Because if we're all one, it means that some version of you, some instant, some infinite version of yourself falls on the exact other side of this topic. So that's what I would highlight, especially... And this was a huge catalyst in my evolution, my awakening process, which was after kind of around the 2016 election. It was probably in 2017-ish. Anytime I didn't understand something, I realized I got angry. Well, it actually kind of happened the other way, where I would get angry, and I realized the fact that I was getting angry about a certain topic, mostly political, was because I didn't understand something that the other side was trying to articulate. And instead of expanding my awareness, expanding my keyhole, which is an analogy we've used on here many times, expanding my state of being, I kept a fixed mindset. And so I believe that everyone who listens to this podcast does have an open mindset. And so I am really challenged. Oh, cool. It's 11.11. And so I'm really challenging you, I guess, in this to expand your mindset, which I guess is the objective, which is why I guess it's hit at 11.11. The point that I'm trying to make here is just to ask yourself, is there something on the other side of this argument that I could learn from? And I want to really drill that home. The other thing that I actually really want to drill home is kind of a line of questioning, a line of questioning that gets left out of this conversation. And It's basically asking the question of when is abortion okay? And now I'm going to do two extreme situations here, right? 
also i should note this is important to note i this should not i i believe that we should all take out the accounts of uh like rape and what's the other one women's health or the mother's health i feel like those are obviously situations that are you know i i I feel like that those are almost like i think everyone's almost in agreement that like in those situations we should allow for it but i kind of so i kind of just want to put those on the side is what i'm trying to get at here but the next piece of the puzzle is like when is abortion abortion and when do you move from the word abortion into a different word and i don't want to say that word yet because i know it'll invoke a lot of feelings but let's start off at the earliest stage of what an abortion quote unquote could be and again i know i'm being very dramatic here but i think that this kind of proves that point of expanding your awareness so the most dramatic thing and i've seen this and this ties into the division where i've seen liberal women some i mean you know this isn't all this is not all but without going into specific names liberal women posting stuff along the lines of like well you know if you masturbate into a you know if you jerk off and come then you know we should prosecute you for murder and i think that's the most ridiculous thing in the world because you know it's it's a natural human let's say fluid to keep the fluid moving and i mean you could expand that onto women as well right if you have an egg and you go through your whole cycle is that that's a egg that we could have used right <laughs> sorry that sounds that sounds wrong we could have that could have been a baby right so let's assume that maybe that's way too far let's just assume maybe that's too far and maybe it's the instant let's start at the instant that the egg accepts the sperm into it right let's say the instant that the semen penetrates the egg the very first instant that comes to mind for me is plan b so now is plan b a part of the conversation should plan b be illegal And again, these are just questions. I just, I'm trying to expand your awareness of where we're discussing. So in my opinion, I guess plan B would be the very first step in this. If we go all the way to the other end of the spectrum, I know I have seen, and I can't, I haven't been able to verify this. I actually didn't do much research on this, but hypothetically speaking, let's say the mom is able to abort the kid while she's in labor but let's even go further than that because maybe some people agree that she should let's even go further than that is the mom allowed to board the kid after it's out of her womb okay what if what if she's allowed to abort it a week or two after she's given birth the question now becomes where is the line between murder and abortion and to expand on this, right, I'm a 28-year-old man. What is preventing us from saying that my mom has the right to abort me? Do we grant women the sole, the, not women, but the mother the sole propriety of whether or not they choose that they want their kid to be on this earth or not? And again, again, I know that is a very extreme position, and I am just throwing it out there to expand your awareness. And my point is, is that we do not have a conversation around what point between the egg being fertilized and let's say 28 years old do we consider it abortion and we consider it murder and i believe this is where people from the right come from is that they view it in the lens of murder liberals or let's not say liberals but people on the left tend to view it as a 
freedom of choice. And so where exactly is that line? Where's the line between murder and free choice? So I'm not really sure where to kind of even go with that. I kind of just want to propose that, right? Are we saying that a heartbeat is it? Is it once it takes its first breath? I really don't know the answer to that. Now, this is where this gets even deeper in my opinion. And this is where I've come to deeper realization of myself and my deeper realization of the world around me. There's no conversation around the power of sex and how it links you to another person. I know that's something that I was never discussed in my life. And quite frankly, I never realized that truth until maybe about a year ago. So I was like 27, not even, it had to be less than a year ago, but I was probably still 27. My point is, is that there's a very, there's strong power in sexual energy. You, you're literally connecting yourself to that person in the most physical way possible. And again, we're taking out rape, we're taking out um, women's health in this conversation. So the question becomes, and I get it, sex feels great, but is there not some level of, uh, I don't want to say control, control feels wrong. Because again, what this is coming back to kind of how like, you know, and what's coming to my mind right now is like how the church basically uh, convinced women that they should feel guilty if they have sex, if they're yada, yada, yada. And I don't believe that at all. I just want to put that out there. I'm just trying to highlight that that feels to me as if there's an element of enlightenment that we need to do on the front of sexual energy. And I'll be honest here because I'm a little not sure because I know that there are some people who have open relationships that are very happy for me. However, I've noticed that whenever I get into a relationship with one girl, I want to be with just that one girl. And I kind of get, you know, jealous per se, if I even think of another person, but see, is that my own insecurity that comes through? I really don't know. I'm just trying to highlight here that there is a lot of energy in sex. There's a lot of transferred energy in sex. And so it almost feels like this should be a part of that conversation as well, which is the power of sexual energy, the way that it links you between the way it links you to another person in this physical dimension this physical realm. So I don't, it's kind of hard for me to go there, but I think that that's just something that we also need to take into account when we're having this conversation. The other thing that I found super interesting, and this might actually trigger some people. So fair warning, I'm going to just do a quick shift here is to actually read the verdict of the Supreme court. Cause I feel like that's important as well. Take your own information. I'll put a, I'll put a, uh, I'll put a link down below for the PDF that I found, but essentially it's, it's interesting because the Supreme court was basically laying out that whenever Roe v. Wade was put into action, whenever Roe v. Wade was, you know, let's say considered like, okay, we're part of the federal law. They basically said that all the precedences for Roe v. Wade were BS. They basically just said that like, okay, you utilized all these different amendments that don't adhere to this particular instance. And so that seems to be why they recalled it. It really had nothing to do with the rights of women. Now, 
how you read into it, I guess is entirely up to you. So take that or leave it. The other thing I found super interesting and it's kind of comical is that Mississippi tried to, the way that this whole thing started, which I think is pretty funny check out how it started. Um, and maybe people won't find this funny cause they take it super seriously. But again, I, you know, I feel like you need to find some humor in these things. Um, it's super ironic because Mississippi actually was trying to pass a law about regarding abortions when someone could get an abortion and Planned Parenthood actually challenged the Mississippi law. That challenge actually went all the way up to the Supreme court. And then they were like, wait a second, let's completely overturn Roe v. Wade. So excuse my laughter, but I think it's hilarious that like Planned Parenthood actually kind of started the cascade effect of uh, Roe v. Wade being repealed. And as I say that, be very careful with that because like you can, you can take that back as far as you want. Like the reason I, did xyz was because i was born i don't know that's a that's a slippery slope i believe but i guess the cascade of them actually challenging this mississippi law you know it resulted in this outcome another super interesting question that i propose is the idea of state rights versus federal rights and i think that's where this kind of verdict came into like if there's so many people that are split on this and i don't really know how many people are split i know i've seen a lot more people voicing their opinion that it is a an assault on women's rights which i don't know i it feels extreme to me but hey if that's your belief by all means believe it i i guess i you know people would say that i can't relate because i'm not a female but again that is the division that right there is the division you're saying that i can't understand you because xyz when I believe that maybe it's just a poor articulation of what to experience or what to say or how to interpret. I'm not sure. Something to think about. Um, there was something else I felt like I was felt like I wanted to add to all of that. Oh, the state rights. Like, do we want the government to have all of the rights like, or to say what is right? But which is super interesting because I, I bring that up and because like personally, I'm I don't like putting labels on stuff because I feel like it puts you I'm all about giving like providing as much sovereignty to the individual as possible. Like that's my MO It's like as long as the individual is as sovereign as possible, all things will figure themselves out. So where am I going with this? The way that that distills up to the federal level is I feel like, you know, states should have more rights, should be in control of more things than the federal government. So I, I basically believe in small government, essentially, because I or small federal government, you know, there's actually an interesting analogy here. Let me let me do this. So, like, the way that I've always heard this is like with yourself, you should be a tyrant. You know, you should be tyrannical. You know, you should be the master of your body, so to speak, like you should be a tyrant. But then as it expands outward, the delegation changes. So. Now, if you're in a family structure, so if I have a family, I don't have a family, but if I'm in my family, it becomes a little bit more like social. It's like, okay, we all want to like divvy up things evenly. Like we can do that. But then as you expand outward to more people, so, so the whole point is like population depend is dependent on how much structure you can give to an organization. So again, as I keep going with this, so me as a, I need to be a dictator with myself. With my family, I need to be a socialist. With my community, I need to be... Damn, it's been a while since I've heard this or I thought about this. But but hopefully you get the idea. And as you get to a higher level, it's like, like 
Like the idea of a world government, essentially, like in my opinion, they should have zero rights. Like there should be no such thing for a world government. But I do feel, hmm, I don't know. I'm going to leave it at that right now. I'm open to changing my mind on that. But I just want to put that out there that there's like this level of diversion. But see, this is where it gets interesting is like, what about the idea of like slavery? It's like, okay, like we all agree slavery is wrong. Like we got to a place where we all agree slavery is wrong in the United States. So therefore we are not going to leave it up to the States to determine whether or not slavery is legal. And so we said, okay, cool. Slavery, no, no go. And like, so this is where it gets interesting because if you look at it from the perspective of the world, slavery still exists. So if we created a world government, would the very first, would would slavery the illegality of slavery even make it onto the world stage? I guarantee you, you would have a lot of countries push back on that because you'd be surprised how many slaves actually still are in existence today, which is pretty depressing. But my point is, is that if so many people are divided on a certain issue, how do we know if it's right or wrong? And it goes back to everything else that I said. Hopefully, I kind of want to wrap this up because I'm kind of running out of topics for myself to kind of dive down. So hopefully this at least provided you an expanded awareness. I highly suggest you check out the uh, Supreme Court document that I'm going to link below. I, yeah, just guys, stay away from division, divisive talk, telling people that you can't understand because XYZ is only division. We are all one. So if somebody else is saying something that triggers you, if I said something that triggers you, likely there's something within you to explore even deeper. So use that. Use that as a catalyst to explore your soul at a deeper deeper level. And if you're still listening to this, God bless you. Hope all is well. I love you all. Whether you're not, you agree with anything I've said. I didn't really even say anything opinionated, I don't think. I just want to ask questions. I want you to expand your mind based on it. And I'm down to have this conversation if someone feels passionate about it. Because I feel like maybe there's some things I'm missing here. I don't know. That's all I got for it. That's my opinion on it. That's my opinion on abortion and Roe v. Wade. So take it or leave it. As always, Conscious Monkeys, with that being said, I will see you all in the sixth dimension. Peace.